Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. If you want to receive weekly inspirational texts to keep you focused and vibing high, text expect good things to 833-204-0009 to sign up now. Any Britney Spears fans out there? I know, I know. Uh, remember, I think it was like 2003, 2004, she came out with that song Toxic and we were all obsessed with it. And everybody wanted to be flight attendants. Uh, I I did not want to be a flight attendant, but I did want that crystal bodysuit so bad. And clearly, um, I was not going to get it. I think I was like 15. But anyway, um, we were all obsessed with that song Toxic. And we thought it was so cool and so glamorous. And now fast forward 20 years later, we're just like done with toxic people. Right? We are done. We are exhausted. No more toxic. And we are annoyed actually at ourselves for continuously allowing toxic people into our lives like what how did this happen again you got any toxic people in your life who are absolutely draining draining your energy you're like "Hmm, yeah I, I think I can think of three of them right off the top of my head help maybe you can't think of one toxic person in your life And to that, I'll say either good job for already weeding them out and healing and prioritizing your recovery, or I'm going to say, you know, if you have not experienced the, the healing part of it and you can't think of any toxic people, maybe you're just turning a blind eye to it because it seems like the easier option, narrator's voice, it was not, in fact, the easier option. And we're, we're going to get to that in a bit. <laughs> Maybe when I asked the question, um, you, you thought of somebody, but you're like, no, 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 Meg, it's, it's not that bad. They're just in a rough spot. Uh, they're not toxic. It's fine. Don't be dramatic. And you're just trying to explain and validate their behavior. So the first rule here is stop making excuses for toxic people. Stop making excuses for toxic people. We're going to actually pause for the cause, literally pause. And it's easy to put something like confrontation with a toxic person off and distract yourself with other things. And I'm going to tell you right now, that does nothing for you. Trust me. So don't go talking shit on that person to everybody else uh, just to vent about it, but then never do anything about it. Right. We're going to pause and, and just sit with yourself for a second. What does your gut tell you? about the person that you're thinking about because it's crucial to get toxic people out of your life. Why? Because toxic people can make you feel consumed by a negative self-image. They can actually isolate you from the people who are good for you and isolate you from the people who are actually going to treat you with respect, the respect that you deserve. And if all you are filled with is this negative energy that you're absorbing from toxic people, what are you going to get more of? Negative energy. So that's why it's imperative to rid yourself of toxic people. And listen, Linda, I get it. I'm an Enneagram 7 and I hate confrontation. Now, while my personal development journey has been leading me to overcome this, I naturally do not like confrontation. Like some people, (laughs) Um, I have 
been in this place before where I, I've known the person was toxic and I've still allowed them to have access to me. I've done this multiple times. Um, where does that leave me? With multiple dramatic blowouts, energetic chaos, and on the verge of actually getting a restraining order. Twice. <laughs> Is it me? Am I the drama? Maybe. And we'll actually get to that too. But uh, this episode is not just going to focus on the toxic behaviors of others, but we're also going to address your behaviors as well. What you are allowing into your life. I mean, you didn't think that this uh, this was just going to be about the other person, did you? Right? No, like we're going to take responsibility here for what we can do. Um, I mean, this, this is not meant to be like a podcast that you can send to them with a little disclaimer. The person who sent you this podcast thinks you are toxic AF. <laughs> no, it's about you. It's always going to be about you and what you can do for you. So today, this is actually the first part of a two-part mini-series where we're actually going to talk all about toxic people and how uh, how you can identify them, um, what to do about it. And then we're actually going to go into how to not let it happen in the future, and then how to heal from it. And so, so tune in next week for that too. Because once you get rid of these toxic people in your life, you identify the behaviors, the, the toxic persons and your own behaviors uh, that continue to allow this loop of toxic people entering your life, you can begin to free yourself of toxicity and find positive, healthy relationships to spend time on, on those instead. So sound good? Okay, so first things first, how to identify uh, a toxic person. And if you think I'm just going to list off terrible character traits to be on the lookout for, you are wrong. Like I said, this is about you. So let's talk about toxic people, but let's talk about you. You might be around a toxic person if you never feel truly comfortable around them. You are constantly confused by the person's behavior. You might be around a toxic person if you feel like you are being manipulated into something that you don't want to do. Uh, you might be around a toxic person if you constantly find yourself doing things that you don't want to do and you don't know how you ended up there. You don't know why you're doing them. You probably just haven't realized yet that you are being manipulated. You might be around a toxic person if you feel like you deserve an apology and it never comes. Or you feel like you always have to apologize for something, but you don't exactly know why. Uh, you might be around a toxic person if you always feel like you have to defend yourself to this person or defend them to all the other positive people in your life. Uh, you might be around a toxic person if you continuously feel bad about yourself in their presence. So do any of these stick out? For me, it's uh, because I'm a fixer. It's defending the, the toxic people to the other positive people in your life. I have so many amazing, positive people in my life. And, um, you know, so many that at this point I... If I'm explaining and justifying somebody's erratic behavior, I can pretty much catch myself and identify, oh, they are probably a toxic person. Let me look into this. Right? And, and this is why that pause is so important. Pause. What is your gut telling you about that person? Sit quietly with yourself. No need to ask anybody else's opinions yet. Just ask you because nobody knows you better than you. Ask yourself, do you feel any of these ways? 
And maybe it's a lot of ways. Um, okay, so now let's talk about them. Here are some behaviors you can identify in a potentially toxic person. If you're like, yeah, I think it kind of feels that way. Um, see if any of these resonate and then we can truly identify if this person is toxic or not. One, they are inconsistent. And sure, yes, everybody is allowed to have ups and downs, but I'm talking about mood swings, erratic behavior that feels awkward to witness or have to explain to somebody else. And honestly, every toxic person I have um, ever eventually realized was toxic, I always caught myself being like, oh, yeah, no, 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 that's just how she is. Or, um, you know, just trying to explain this behavior away when normal people, quote unquote normal, um, would kind of side eye something that they did. Or something that they said, like, what? I'm like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Um, so inconsistent. They don't keep their promises. Uh, maybe they always have an excuse. Or even worse, they don't even bother to come up with one. They just expect you to get over it. They just deem their behavior um, as acceptable, and then they expect you to as well. So one, they are inconsistent. Two, they always need your attention. They always need something from you. Constant phone calls, texts, showing up at your door. I'm, I think I'm like overcoming that myself. PTSD, man, I just got triggered. They show up at your door. They always need uh, emotional support or a favor. They always need something. And then they don't offer you anything in return. Or, I mean, I feel like a lot of light bulbs are going to go off here. Because um, if, if, if you're thinking like, no, 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 they do stuff for me too. I'm going to like really sit with this. They, they are always needing something for you, and in exchange, they forcefully offer something that you did not ask for to trick you into thinking it is a two-sided friendship. And most of the time, um, if you're offering advice to this person, when they come to you for all this you know, attention, they don't even take your advice. Toxic. Three, they don't respect boundaries. And this is not just uh, showing up at your door unannounced. You know, you've expressed what is okay and what is not okay. And they either completely disregard it or try to make you feel less than for having said boundaries. And they try to explain your own emotions to you. Four, they manipulate others for what they want. So we've touched on a few ways where toxic people try to manipulate you. But um, more specifically, this can look like lying, bending the truth, exaggerating or leaving out information altogether that makes them look bad. And five, there is always drama. And drama does not always mean this hot-headed, anger-fueled interaction. Drama is tricky, so please pay attention here. And I found this awesome article on Medium by Sarabi Darhi, who talks about the five types of dramatic people. So I'm just going to quote her here. And trust, it is sneaky. So um, five types of dramatic people. The criticizer. This person has the habit of finding faults with everything that you do, thereby making you believe that there is something extremely wrong with you. They have the ability to make you feel like shit for every choice that you make in life. The guilt tripper. This person spends a lot of time pitying themselves. And uh, if you do anything that makes them feel emotionally threatened or insecure. This person will actually guilt trip you into feeling bad about your behavior, even when it's not your fault. The blamer. This person is a mixture of the criticizer and the guilt tripper. So they make you feel like you are the reason for all their misery and they don't take responsibility for their own behavior. The blaster. And this is probably the most um, 
you know, when you think of drama, this is what you, you think of. Um, this, this is the person who has that serious anger issue and loses their temper over the smallest possible reasons, right? Big blowups. And this aggressive behavior can uh, even aggravate to the level of physical violence or verbal abuse. Hence the restraining orders I mentioned earlier. And the last type of dramatic, uh, the last type of dra drama is the avoider. And this is sneaky. This is a sneaky way of being dramatic. This person does not take any responsibility for their actions by creating this facade of non-involvement and remaining distant, where they pull away. And maybe they just come back later and think, oh yeah, time's time's gone on. Let me just um, hop right back in and pretend like nothing happened. They'll forget about it, right? So um, after you, you now analyze the way you feel, and then you've identified some behaviors, now do you think that there might be a toxic person in your life? Maybe, maybe you're surrounded by toxic people. And if you're like, yes, Meg, oh my gosh, help. Don't worry, I got you. So um, let's go over what to do, right? What do you do if you realize that somebody in your life is toxic and you don't want that anymore? You realize, oh my gosh, this is draining my energy. I'm exhausted and I don't, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. So, you know, next to make, like, let me say that, sorry. Um, next to not making excuses for toxic people, you also have to realize it's not your job to save them. It is your job to save yourself. Toxicity runs deep and it's probably been there for a long time. And a lot of times toxicity occurs in new relationships, right? Because you're an easy target. You're, you can be tricked. I've experienced four extremely toxic people in my adult life. And every single one of them went from zero to BFF in 3.5. One was a boyfriend, but, um, you know, toxic people are sneaky like that. Right. Nobody else is putting up with their bullshit. So, you know, look at their track record. Who are their good friends? Who speaks highly of them? If the answer is not a lot of people, then likely other people in the past have realized that it wasn't their job to save them either. Let toxic people be dead weight and then get rid of it. Allow them to figure it out on their own. And uh, that's really the only way it's going to work out for them anyway. They have to do it on their own. So um, tip one, realize that it's not your job to save them. Two, you're going to address it directly. And like Enneagrams, twos, sevens, and nines are like, what? No, confrontation, no. Um, but you got to let people know how you feel, right? Don't be the avoider. And I know it's hard. It's something I'm overcoming too. But don't add toxicity to toxicity, right? Um, don't be the avoider. Let them know how you feel. And while you don't owe them an explanation, this is for you. Because you want to let it out and you don't bottle up your emotions, right? Don't do that. And it's easy to think like, oh, I'm just going to avoid it. Uh, I don't want to add to the drama, you know, and we magically think that that is somehow going to fix, fix something. And I'm just going to tell you right now, trust me, that doesn't work. Don't be the dramatic avoider. Um, and yes, I feel like the pot calling the kettle black here. I know confrontation sucks. Trust me, I have justified my avoidant behavior with about any excuse that I can think of. I'm taking the high road. They don't deserve my energy. I'm too busy for this drama. 
You name it, I've done it. And like I mentioned before, it never ends up anywhere good. You have to remember that you are not dealing with a like-minded, positive person. You are dealing with an erratic and dramatic person. If they feel slighted or ignored, it's not going to end up good. We can do hard things. We can stand up for ourselves. We deserve it. Say it out loud. I deserve to stand up for myself. And pro tip, when you are confronting a toxic person, do it in a public setting. That will automatically keep them in line. Trust. (laughs) Um, Okay, so three, you got to rise above. Whether you are confronting a toxic person or whether they sense that you're slipping away, this person is not going to go down without a fight. They will manipulate you, guilt trip you, gaslight you. They will try to get a rise out of you and they are looking for a fight back. Don't engage. And y'all know Dr. Susan, who is a good friend of mine and has been on this podcast and we've done a lot of collaborations together. And uh, she shared something from a book that she's reading. And uh, one part of it was about fights. And she she was sharing this with me the other day. And uh, it's she describes fights and arguments like a tennis match. You have to hit the ball back in order for the game to continue, right? It's kind of like a, an argument. You have to engage for it to continue. If the toxic person hits a tennis ball at you, they will want you to hit it back and they're waiting for it. What do you do when a toxic person hits a tennis ball at you? You drop it. Do not engage. You will be tested here. (laughs) Trust. Uh, My best friend, Jose, who I think y'all know by now if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, uh, he says, we don't engage with crazy We don't engage with crazy. And honestly, ever since I started listening to him, I'm like, oh, wow, that actually helps. Uh, Drop the tennis ball. Be aware of their trap and remove yourself from it. And quit trying to beat them at their own game. Remember the objective. It is not to win. Enneagram ones and eights. It's to end the relationship. And I'm not telling you to allow someone to berate you for hours on end. No. That you can leave with no explanation at any time, right? You can leave. That is your choice. I'm just telling you to try. Get your feelings out. Be direct. Um, pick your battles, though, and, and base them on the end goal, right? Which leads me to the next step, which is staying aware of your emotions. And this is actually going to work better the sooner you can get in the habit of being aware of your emotions, right? But if it comes to it and it comes to this, this big confrontation, don't die in the fight, right? It's not worth it. Don't dig your heels into the ground trying to prove yourself to an irrational person. They're never going to see it your way and that's okay. Don't get emotional about it. If you get sucked into their negativity, you produce negativity. Therefore, you attract more negativity. So you got to come up with this positive mantra that you can repeat to yourself that will keep your energy positive. Something like, I am doing what is right for me. I honor my feelings. I can do hard things. You focus on the solution, not the problem. Fixating on the toxic behaviors actually allows that person to have power over you. So you're going to take your power back and you're going to focus on what you want to happen as the desired outcome. 
and bonus, uh, stay aware of your emotions before things even escalate. And you can't stop someone from pushing your buttons if you don't realize what's happening. So you're going to pause and you're going to bring awareness sooner than later to any of those feelings we re- that we reviewed at the beginning of the episode. And I will say this, as much as I believe you can just drop the tennis ball and just not engage, there are some toxic situations that are extreme. And I do believe you should stand up for yourself. But you stand up for yourself calmly with the intention of standing your ground, not to get a rise out of them, right? You should be able to stand up for yourself and then walk the other way, not emotionally charged, I saw this um, on Instagram and I found it pretty empowering, even though it kind of like skirts the line of what we just reviewed. But um, the post said, maybe the final stage of healing is telling someone to fuck off. And honestly, use your discernment for this, um, which rolls me into the next one, right? Um, Setting boundaries. And I know this is a hard one. Uh, It's best to do up front the moment you realize that somebody is is toxic. And now that we know how to identify those characteristics, we can aim to set boundaries sooner rather than later. And one common question I get is along the lines of, what if the toxic person is in my family or is my boss, or if it's someone I can't eliminate from my life? And this is tricky. And I found a really great article on Talent Smart by Travis Bradbury, who writes, People feel like because they work or live with someone that they have no control over chaos. And this could not be further from the truth. Once you've found your way to rise above a person, you'll begin to find their behavior more predictable and easier to understand. And this will equip you to think rationally about when and where you have to put up with them and when you don't. Again, solution-based, thinking about the solution, not the problem. So for example, if you work with someone closely on a project team, that doesn't mean that you need to have that same level of one-on-one interaction with them uh, that you have with maybe your other team members. You can establish a boundary, but you'll have to do so consciously and proactively If you let things happen naturally, you are bound to find yourself constantly embroiled in difficult conversations, which is essentially what we're trying to avoid anyway. So get it up front. If you set boundaries and decide when and where you'll engage in a difficult person, then you can control much of the chaos, right? That feels nice. We like to control things, right? Eights. (laughs) Um, Sorry, eights. I feel like I'm picking on you today. But the only trick is to stick to your guns and keep boundaries in place when the person tries to encroach upon them, which they will. And I thought that was awesome. So I hope that helps. And uh, so we got two more steps here. Don't let anyone limit your joy. Protecting your energy is clutch because it's so important. Stay vibing high so you can continue to attract more positive energy. You're going to hang out with positive people in your life. You will feel this vast difference between the calmness and peace you experience with healthy relationships versus this on edge, oh my gosh, I'm about to get in trouble bullshit that you feel when you are around a toxic person. And PSA, um, and I I think this is really going to strike some people, just because somebody is toxic for you 
does not mean that they are toxic for somebody else. And that is none of your business. Really, <laughs> if you could let this go, if, the, if I wish, I wish I could have realized this sooner than later, right? Um, because we feel like we have to justify ourselves whenever we end a relationship with a toxic person. We see that toxic person um, in a seemingly healthy relationship with other people. That can actually just steal your joy and plummet your energy into this negative spiral. Like, oh my gosh, I can't, like, they're going to get tricked too. And, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're, they're doing it again. Or maybe I was the problem. Like, just, it's none of your business, right? Um, don't compare your journey with that person to their journey with somebody else. And just some things to note, that person could be trapped in a toxic relationship as well. And it's just not publicized, right? Again, none of your business, it's not your job to save them either. Say that out loud. It is not my job to save them. Two, it could be a ruse, right? Again, none of your business. Three, that other person is a completely different person and uh, their relationship with that person could be completely different, right? Maybe it's a different level that you had experienced and that person could actually also be toxic. Still, none of your business, Focusing on any of that is not going to make you feel good and you can easily become obsessed over it. So don't let anybody limit your joy, including yourself. And the final step here, allow it to be done, right? Don't worry about them and the other person, right? Allow it to be done. Stick a fork in it. It's done. Don't get pulled back into the drama. Move on. Ah, Alas, easier said than done, I know. Uh, but I'm, I'm saying, you know, bottling up in your bottling up your emotions and pretending uh, it didn't happen doesn't work. Right. Uh, let off the steam. Talk to positive friends who can create space and listen and speak rationally about your experience without riling you up back into an emotional charge. Right. Uh, toxic people will keep coming for you. They will. So you must teach them how to treat you. So if that means blocking them, block them. Do it sooner than later. Trust me. Trust me. Sooner than later. If your gut, pause for the cause. If your gut says to block them, block them. If it means ignoring them, ignore them. If, uh, you know, don't get pulled back into that bullshit, right? And that might mean muting them on social media if you're not in a place where you can block them, right? Uh, or muting people that they hang out with, even temporarily, so they don't accidentally pop up on your social media and trigger you while you're healing. Do it. You can always change your mind later. So we're going to wrap up uh, and I'm going to leave you with this. <clears throat> and <laughs> I'm going to get a little crass here, uh, just a warning, but one of my favorite quotes, and honestly, I may have made this up. I'm not really sure. I tried to Google it, couldn't find it anywhere, which typically means I made it up. But, um, Here's a mantra for you. Once I flush a piece of shit down the toilet, I no longer think about it. And I'm just going to leave that there. So to recap, uh, seven things you can do to remove yourself from toxic people. You realize it is not your job to save them. Address it directly. Three, rise above. Four, stay aware of your emotions. Five, set boundaries. Six, don't let anybody limit your joy, including yourself. And seven, you allow it to be done. So if this toxic person in your life is someone who you can't get rid of, like a family member or a coworker, check out episode 30, which is how to get along with difficult people. 
And we're actually going to be continuing this two-part mini-series next week and talk about why we let toxic people into our lives and how we can actually prevent it in the future. And we're going to actually talk about how we can heal from toxic relationships. So love you, Brittany, but we are so over toxic people and we are ready to leave that BS behind and heal. So tune in next week and we will continue this healing journey together. I believe that you can create your fate and I do believe that you can create your life. So to connect with more thoughts and inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate online or Let's Create Your Fate.com. So if you love this episode, please send it to a friend, subscribe, write a review if you can, or give us a rating. That would help so much uh, just for growth. And so we can help other people as well. So that's all I got for you today. But if I could leave you with just one thing, it is this. Expect good things. Always and they will happen. Thanks for joining me today, and I'll talk to you soon.